what would you do if you found out that one, you had a clone, and two, you are the clone? I have no idea. What? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I have no idea how I feel about that. For, for either? I've gone this long without knowing. I don't know that I would care. Would knowing change anything? I don't think that knowing would change anything. You'd just be like, all right. I mean, unless it's like, now that we've told you, you have to die, then that that would, you know. But like, I mean, I don't go this long. <laughs> so you still, as long as you still get to live your life, you'd be like, all right, cool. Keep yeah. it moving. Keep it moving. All right, Jamil. Okay, I just thought of this. <laughs> so you found out you have a clone, right? And it's not like going anywhere, right? It's going to live as long as you will. You have a great opportunity here. You got to pull some Rick and Morty shit. Y'all got to have some kind of fair competition. Loser stays and lives your boring ass life. And the winner is free. They can get to just go away. Go do whatever they want without the obligations of your current situation. Okay. And then I just realized <laughs> that they don't have any money. So this whole thing got lost. <laughs> okay. Because that's, that's where my brain went. Was like, how are we, are we, are we billionaires as well? Because otherwise... Yeah, if my clone no. is living the life I'm living now, she can't afford to do nothing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, that's what happens when you come off the cuff. You know, sometimes they don't uh, pan out. I was barely listening to you. So was that was that the was that the you had a clone, or was that the you are the clone, or did, does it not matter? I, that that's me, not the clone, trying to be like magnanimous. Okay. I feel like if I if I knew I was the clone, I don't know if that would make me like say screw it and eh, nothing matters and just be chill or like no nah, I want to be the real guy and try to take me out. I don't know. Okay, for me, it's this is too open end of a question. I'm sorry, but it's your question. I know. I, <laughs> look, I should have thought of something better. But if I found out I had a clone, obviously that's not the issue, right? The issue is why did someone clone me? And what's up? So that's a whole like that could be any movie. Mm. Like that could be Gemini Man. That could be mm. this movie. Like w- it depends on the situation, right? And I guess the same thing works for Am I the Clone? So uh, I think just generally speaking, if I found out I was the clone, I'd assume the original me is like me and pretty chill, and we'd just be friends. In fact, we would be best friends. Because, look, if I had anybody to be my best friend, it would be myself. Already, we like the same things. We have the same temperament. Look, take over the world. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, just talking about it makes me wish there was another Tifron. You might just find out you drive yourself crazy. Because all the things things about yourself that already bother you, you would just get it twofold. Like we all have some, we all have something about ourselves that we wish we would change or we don't like or feel however. Like you would just have that double. Looking at your clone's face and it's backwards. Like every time you look at him in the face, it's like ah, it's like a it's a mirror, but it's wrong. I hate it. You couldn't even look at him. <laughs> it's a clone. It's not backwards. What? No, I'm saying because you say my like, face isn't symmetrical. Uh, no, no one's face is very few faces are symmetrical. So that's look. I feel that's like normal. <laughs> I feel like original Tifron wouldn't be that petty and mm-hmm. he would accept me for who I am, him, <laughs> and we'd just be cool. Let's let's go ahead and say that. Okay. <laughs> Look, if I had one wish, or maybe not one wish, if I had like seven wishes, 
one of them would be to clone myself so I would have the best best friend. Mm. That way I can never let myself down. And if I do, holy shit. I also wanted a twin when I was a kid. Me too. For, I guess, clone reasons. Messing See, with people. look, we're, we're more similar than you think. <laughs> Except you're the bad clone, I'm the good clone. Okay. You talk shit about John Boyega. Anyway, I, mm, all right, we'll on to that it. note. You can't say anything. Just everything he does is great. It's all, it's all golden. Uh, you can critique me. <laughs> Not but let's you. Start, oh. Anyway. Oh, you're, you're clone. My clone. Boyega. Who are we talking about? Never mind. Oh. <laughs> you already forgot. He did. He anyway, let's forgot. start the show. Thank you for joining us today. If this is your first time with us, we're the secret group of brown kids. Who are the secret group of brown kids? Well, that's a secret. But you can find us at the local chicken joint discussing black conspiracies. Notably, the undeniable fact that they put the three-point line in just to give white boys a chance. And on the panel today, we got <laughs> Sherry, my wife. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and... Jamel came back. We haven't run him off yet. Hey, what's up, everybody? Okay, and what movie are we doing today? They clone Tyrone. Hey. Uh, literally just came out on streaming today. Had a very limited theater release a week ago, uh, but just came out on streaming today on Netflix. And if you don't know what it's about, a series of eerie events thrust an unlikely trio onto the trail of a nefarious government conspiracy in this pulpy mystery caper. Brought to you by IMDb. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I picked this movie because I've been waiting on it over a year. Netflix announced it when they did their, like, I don't know if it was, hey, this is what we're doing for, like, the rest of the year video or whatever. But then it got delayed or something, and it didn't come out till this year. So it's definitely been over a year since they showed us a bit of it or something like that. And it's like a black exploitation slash sci-fi sprinkled in there kind of a genre bender it's definitely a throwback feel a la black dynamite kind of deal but director first time director jewel taylor i did not do my homework on him uh so if he's somebody i should know i'm sorry but starring john boyega jamie fox and tiana paris three a-listers right jamel absolutely absolutely <laughs> Black actors, man. We got we got stuff together. <laughs> we got stuff together. <laughs> <laughs> and written by uh, Tony Redemeyer and Jewel Taylor, the director. Like I said, it's uh, had a limited release uh, everywhere, streaming on Netflix. And this is literally well, not the first day because it came out in a few theaters a week ago. But this is the first day it's available for everybody. So this score will change. So take it with a grain of salt, but the Rotten Tomatoes score at the moment is 93% critics and 100% audience. Ooh. There's 50 votes in the audience. That will change. So, But I'm just going to throw it out there at the moment, since this is the first time we've watched a movie so early. Yeah, only you'd have to be checking for this and be kind of like, you know, into the idea to, to, to oh, watch yeah. it. Once yeah. I found out like this was coming, I was like, oh, this shit is my jam. And <laughs> anybody watching it this early, you probably are in the same boat. Oh, John Boyega, uh, sci-fi black exploitation, sign me up, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense. But I know in a month that score is going to be wildly different. Or not, and that shit will just be insane, right? <laughs> but before we get into it, shout outs. Quebec's still with us. 
Love y'all. Take it back. Singapore ain't never come back. Mm-hmm. You know, I love you too, I guess. Uh, just come back. I don't know if Washington is still with us, but Illinois, Illinois, I didn't mean to say it like that. Illinois. <laughs> You're going to lose Illinois. But... They still with us. And we're getting a lot of listens from Texas. I don't know if that's one person or two people or three people, but it, it, it could just genuinely be someone like I don't know, or it could be one of two friends. So uh, shout out Texas. But getting into the movie now, we're going to spoil it. So if you haven't seen it, it's very easily accessible. It's on Netflix. If you don't, well, I can't even be like it's easy accessible because it's on Netflix because Netflix then took their passwords, uh, password sharing away. Do the responsible thing and steal it and watch it. Uh, (laughs) I do not condone that statement, but do what you got to do. Yeah. So if you haven't watched it yet, go ahead. It's this is a two hour watch, which ain't exactly fast but i recommend watching the movie before we spoil it uh unless you don't care and you just like listen to my voice then you know stick with us having said that got the warning out the way real quick how did y'all feel about the movie without getting too much into it? number one <laughs> uh it was it was good it was fine it was a movie i didn't Damn. love it i mean Damn. it's not the it's not it's not my type of movie like this is not something i would have watched if you had not asked me to watch it specifically so like I can see I can see why a lot of people will like it. It just I was not its target audience. That's what I'm gonna say. Okay. <laughs> Jamel. I enjoyed parts of it. I like the vibe. I love Oh, you a hater. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I fucking knew it. No, just going, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it um gets a little bit lost in its uh his messaging was trying to do but you know i've seen i've seen far worse uh yeah it's, it's a solid movie okay you're spared for now i mean i'm not a bully you could feel how you want to feel i mean hey guys get in comments tell us what you think about tefron bullying man <laughs> hashtag tefron is not a bully i think in some places the description is literally me bullying my friends into watching movies <laughs> and we record it for your pleasure or something like that so <laughs> Tifron is not a bully, but he is a hypocrite. He's just so much bigger than us in real life, guys. You need to understand that. All right. Let's go through it. The film follows Fontaine, played by John Boyega, who was a drug dealer. Uh, first, we see him hit a guy with a car that was selling drugs on his turf, and he broke his leg. And then you see, like, the guy pulls out a cell phone and calls his boss named Isaac, right? Then we see him at home bringing try, or he didn't bring food to his mom he asked her if she wanted any food and she was like no nah. but she's like inside her room and she has the door shut and we also see him looking at like the funeral flyer for his like dead brother which comes into play later on next we get introduced to yo-yo played by tiana paris and her pimp <laughs> slick charles played by jamie fox and like yo-yo's going on about retiring and getting involved with the blockchain and uh <laughs> And Jamie's just letting her talk. And, like, at this point, I knew that they're about to be my favorite parts of the movie. Just their back and forth, their banter. I was already laughing. Yeah. That's where it kind of picked up. So, John Boyega, it's funny because, like, you know, there's the straight man, crazy man whole thing, which there's a more politically correct way of saying that now, but I can't remember what it is. Anyway, uh, so John Boyega, Fontaine, of this trio... He's the he's the straight man, 
And both Tiana Paris and Jamie Foxx are the crazy men. And it really works for me. I don't know about y'all, but they were hilarious. Anyway, so Fontaine shows up to collect money. Slick owes him. And after uh, some arguing, Slick reluctantly gives it up and fucking had a quote. And I lost it. Like, I think I cut it and I never pasted it. And now it's gone forever. But it's a good thing. I, there's way too many quotes for me to <laughs> bring up. Honestly, we'll be here all night because I, at least from all, literally all the quotes that I wanted to put in are from Slick Charles and Yo Yo. Fontaine doesn't really have that many lines because he's he's. I mean, yeah, that too. He's not just a straight man. Like he's usually just mean mugging, grumbly <laughs> uh, and snarling. But uh. Next, we see Fontaine in his car outside, and another car pulls up behind him, blocking him in. And Fontaine knew what time it was because he pulls out his gun. And when he goes to jump out, he gets shot up. Mm -hmm. And the shooter fires at him, uh, or comes out the car and fires at him, and then limps off. So, like, we know it's a dude from before that he ran over and broke his leg. And, like, the car pulls off. And you see uh, Slick Isaac come outside and see the car, or see the aftermath. I'm sorry, what what do I call him? Slick? Yeah, Slick Charles, sorry. Not Slick Isaac. <laughs> uh, you said this is the director's first uh, first film? First feature, at least. First I don't feature. know what else he did before this. I really like the way that they shot that shootout from the yeah. inside of the car like that. Yeah. yeah. Either the camera is like on the passenger seat. So you see like John pull out his gun and he keeps it low and he's just watching the car. That's what I said. He knew what time it was. And then he's like, all right, well... It's now or never, and he, like, pops open the door, and he goes out, but they already were waiting for him, you know? Uh, So here's... I'm going to get this out the way early. My biggest gripe with the movie is I couldn't see shit. Remember, it's supposed to also be black exploitation, so they added, like, this grain layer or filter Mm -hmm. on purpose. Okay, whatever. The trailer was very crisp and colorful, and it wasn't grainy, but you added the grain filter okay, fine, you, it can be grainy, but still be vibrant, right? But they also darkened the shit out of it, and we couldn't see shit. So, and yeah, I was playing with my picture picture settings on the TV. It got a little better, but it was still ass, and it still was wildly different than what was in the trailer. Yeah. So, like, a lot of the scenes are at night or indoors, and it was rough, that's my biggest gripe. I think so many movies look like that these days that I didn't even really notice. Yeah. Like, I, I, <laughs> I'm almost certain it's fucking Netflix's fault. Cause yeah. net, so Netflix does this thing where, I don't know if you ever heard of the Netflix camera. Like, their productions, almost all of them, or depending on what it is, maybe not like reality shows, but like TV, uh, the TV shows and the movies, they use the Netflix camera, which I'm not totally sure if it's an actual camera or just settings a camera has to abide by and the reason they use it is because they save money on set design by skimping on it Mm. so think of like my go-to is usually umbrella academy they usually have whoever there is is in the shot in focus close to the camera but everything else is blurry behind it like super blurry and that's almost always the case for Umbrella Academy and a whole bunch of other shows and movies produced by Netflix. Like, that's like the Netflix camera. And it's usually that same filter, too. And they all have kind of the same look. And allegedly, it's to hide the poor set design. Yeah. 
Now, they didn't use that here, so you could see the background if it wasn't so fucking dark. So, like, you could see the background in the trailer, and the trailer looked great, but now everything's so damn dark, I can't see shit. And I I feel like it wasn't the director's choice. Well, I want to thank you for um, ruining Netflix for me going forward. <laughs> you're always going to notice the Netflix camera? I'm sorry. More they don't that. always do it like I extraction mean, extraction didn't use the netflix camera but well, like he that director he's doing some interesting things I mean, he's got doing a lot of handy cam and you know just the way that movie has to be made but i did notice like you mentioned the filter i did notice that some of this movie did look very quote unquote netflixy to me and i didn't really know what that quality was but i did kind of feel like yeah a lot of netflix movies have just a look to him. I, yeah. I feel like, because the trailer did not look anything like the movie. And the stills they released, it was super vibrant. They might have produced the trailer before they decided to put a filter on it. I don't think they cleaned it up that much. I think they did it the opposite. Like, it looked, it looked nice already. And then they darkened it up. And probably they saw, like, there wasn't a whole lot of CGI in this, I don't think. So, like, I think it's just the set design. Maybe, like, outside of the trailer, like, the long shots, you can really start to notice the flaws. And mm-hmm. maybe they were just like, hey, we just got to darken the shit out of this so they won't see <laughs> that Starbucks cup in the corner. And, uh, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just making excuses because I, I can't wrap my mind around how the trailer lo- looked one way and then the shit we saw. Never, never saw the trailer. Let me ask you all this. Did these first few minutes confuse anyone else because with the way it looks uh that that grain filter over it the way everyone's dressed the kind of cars you see i thought this was a period film then she starts talking about the blockchain okay so it's that's on purpose right okay so cerise might remember it follows that was a big part of it they do that I f- there's a word for it, something with anachronism or whatever. Uh, I think that what we find out later about you know what's going on in this town is a part of it, but that definitely was mm. just something early on that I was just like, oh, okay, yeah. I guess it's just going for an aesthetic. But now that now I think it actually, it's, I mean, yes, they want that aesthetic, but also when we get to that part, explain it if you can, because I'm interested in this theory. I I thought that they were just doing the thing where they purposely show things from different time periods to just kind of throw you off or also they could do it just so that they don't have to worry about anachronisms goofs. <laughs> uh, but it still works with this movie, right? Cause it's a black exploitation. So you want that seventies feel that grittiness. That's why I understood the grain filter, but also it's a sci-fi. So, you know, so I, like I, I understood that. I definitely thought it was a neat choice as opposed to them messing up. But if you think that there's an actual like story reason for it, then that that's kind of neat. I didn't think about it like that. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> and hating on Boyega, right? Anyway, I hated nothing. Okay. Uh, we'll so have this out. where did I leave off? Oh yeah, so we like, left off uh, with him getting shot. Mm-hmm. So, the, but then the next day, next or the next scene, we see him wake up perfectly fine and like we see him working out and going back into his routine right he goes to the corner shop that we've seen him go to before and you know he buys a scratch off ticket and some malt liquor 
force some into uh, the wino's cup. And before he gets back in his car, he sees a dude walking down the street with like a gunshot wound to his chest. And then a black SUV pulls up and throws him in there and drives off. Uh, could you tell if the dude was him? I think it was him. I didn't catch that until the second time. I don't watch the movie completely a second time, but once I finish it, just kind of let it play again. And I was I, like, wait, is that him? I couldn't tell, but if it if it was him, that means that these It raises some questions. Like, come on, that's that's a rookie mistake. Like, secure yeah. the one before you let out the next. Yeah, but I mean, he also got shot six times. He was dead. I mean, just like Slick Charles said, like, I mean, he, you went outside and pulled a 50. <laughs> but he heard... But he ain't dead. But he, hearing six shots, unless Slick Charles actually walked up and opened... Boyega's car to see how many times he was shot. I got he knows you. he heard six shots. He's not going to go over there and put his fingerprints on that car, right? So he heard six shots and he knows whose car it was and he saw yeah. blood on the outside because we saw blood on the outside of the car too. But he doesn't know how many times he actually got hit. I when I and I only watched the movie one time through, right? So in that scene where you look and you see somebody coming down the street, I immediately was like, is that him? It looks like him. Because it looks like him, yeah. I think it's, it's, it's different probably. clothes, though. I think all he's he wearing, you can see, is a white t-shirt. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could have that shirt on under his hoodie. Yeah, he always had a hoodie on, so, you know, yeah. Let's just say it was him. Okay, the the, the hair looked like him. Because I, I, anyway. I assumed that, that was one of the reasons. Because remember, he, like, stops and really is staring at the guy yeah. before the black truck pulls up. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, I, I was like, is that him? And I, I had no idea what this movie was walking into it. I didn't see any trailers. Hadn't, I didn't read the synopsis. I knew nothing. So. Okay. I just knew they cloned Tyrone. Well, yeah. <laughs> Got him spoiled. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> okay, so he sees him do get thrown in the car and the spe- or the SUV and the sped off. Then he goes uh, goes back home, tries to feed his mom again. She don't want no food. And then he goes out to see uh, Slick Charles to collect his money. But Slick flips out because he saw Fontaine dead the night before. Or he didn't, like, he didn't see him. But, no, you know, but, yeah. he collected his money. And then he left. And then his car got shot up. And, like, you know, rightfully he's flipping out. One, because he didn't already gave him his money. <laughs> Two... <laughs> You died, bro. Like, I seen it. <laughs> That's when he made a joke that, you know, you, you went outside and got 50 <laughs> It's like, up until this moment, you can kind of think this was a, like a Groundhog's Day. Yeah. 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 So then Fontaine and Slick, they leave together to get Yo-Yo because she heard it too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they find her with a customer and they hilariously get her to come with them. Slick Charles, like, roasted the dude. <laughs> So she goes and she gets in the car and like she she agrees and she's like, I heard six shots too. In fact, I thought it was you doing me a favor. <laughs> <laughs> Implying like she she was hoping that he was shooting at Slick Charles. Yeah. <laughs> and and Charles in the back is like, yo yo. Like <laughs> he was hurt. So hurt. Like, really, like, watching some of these scenes a second time, I was like, oh, they were in love from the jump. He was crushed. Like, it was, it was cute. <laughs> it was really cute. They're, and, and, like, how, how they argue is so funny. But, yeah, so she she said that she recognized the car that had sped off that, you know, the shooter was in. So they go and they try to find the car. 
And but when they get to it, Fontaine also recognizes across the street is the SUV that scooped the dude up earlier. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. like he's like, all right, something's up. And he goes to go inside, and the other two reluctantly follow. And like once again, I couldn't see shit. It's, it's gonna make me mad the whole episode. I'm sorry. I got on Twitter mid movie to rant about it. <laughs> also, fuck Twitter. So yeah, they break inside and everything looks normal until they come across an elevator <laughs> in like a closet or something, right? And like yeah. they go in or Fontaine charges in and Yo-Yo joins him and Slick is like, man, get, don't go in the elevator. Don't go in the elevator. Fontaine, what you do? Ugh. You know, he follows him because he don't want to be left behind. But he was mad the whole time. I would be too. <laughs> would y'all get in the elevator? No. So, okay, say, say the three of us, right? Three of us. <laughs> I go in the elevator. Bye. God damn. (laughs) All right. I mean. No. Ostensibly, the answer should be, you know, for all three of us, right? Like, that's, that's, you know, black folks don't do that. I mean, but they were black. I know. And they they hung a lampshade on that a little bit. (laughs) Nah, nah. It it checked out. Because Yo-Yo and Fontaine didn't want to go. Yo-Yo went because... I think she also, like, felt for Tyrone, not Tyrone, for Fontaine. Like, Fontaine went because, well, one, just his, do I want to say bravado? Like, he knows something's up. They say mm-hmm. he was shot. Like, he's a he's a drug dealer. He's used to defending his turf, right? The man needs and they said, yo, you, we saw you shot last night. And, like, it's real confusing and you want answers. Also, you're a big, scary drug dealer. You know, with that in mind, you know you got that thing on you. It's like, you're not afraid of a whole lot. Now, if this was some paranormal shit... Right. <laughs> it might be a different story. <laughs> but we're talking about bullets, which he isn't afraid of. So he was like, all right, I'm going in this elevator. Now, if it was like, yo, we saw you get resurrected by a demon, okay, I think nobody would have gone in that fucking house, right? Yeah, that's what <laughs> Charles actually thinks right now. He's still... I mean, right. Oh, yeah, Charles is freaking out. Remember, he was pray- he was praying to God. He was like, God, what are you doing right now? There's a ghost on my porch. Like, no. <laughs> so, when Fontaine came back, his voice was high-pitched the whole movie. You know, he had his pimp voice. But it was the highest pitch when Fontaine came back to life. Getting shaken down by an angry uh, drug dealer is one thing. Getting shaken down two days in a row by the same angry drug dealer after you saw him die. Mm. <laughs> it's a whole... Different... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, freaking out. So they're going down the elevator. All right, so they reach the bottom. Elevator door opens up and it's to a lab. And there's a lab tech inside dancing the don't stop till you get enough. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't undersell this. Describe the lab tech, please. Okay, he's not just a lab tech. He's a white dude with an afro. Is he a white dude? With, I, I wasn't sure if he was. And like an actual afro, not like how Jewish people can have curly enough hair that it's a No, he had no, like, he had afro. that 4C. He had that 4C afro. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was an actual afro. And like his back is to them, but he's he's, he's just he's dancing this hard. Getting out of Michael Jackson. Yeah. And then he turns around and he, they also, or he sees that they're looking at him. And, you know, to him, it's like he's the only one down there. So he freaks out and tries to run, but they catch him. And he's, like, begging for his life. He's like, hey, man, this is just a job. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just here to get a paycheck. Uh, (laughs) And, like, while uh, I think uh, Fontaine has him and Slick Charles 
him and Yo-Yo are snooping around and like he sees like some powder and he goes straight to cocaine. I guess he could tell that it's not coke because he says like this, like, this isn't this, snow, but I can, but I can see in it. And I was like, <laughs> so you know it's not cocaine. Put it back. <laughs> like, what are you Look. doing? Look. <laughs> That's how people die, man. That's how people die. Okay. He had the whole coke fingernail. Man, he nothing, nothing but, ventured, nothing gained. That's that's what he said, and like he like tasted it a little bit. He's like, ooh, okay. Meanwhile, meanwhile, friggin' yo yo's over here doing lab experiments with the friggin' hold, beakers hold on, shit. not not yet, oh, not yet. This, this, <laughs> I don't know what possessed her to immediately just mix some shit because she's <laughs> she's actually the smartest person in the movie, but this yes. one moment. <laughs> there's, there's times where there's really just one brain cell between the three of them and oh, every yeah. time they go into a place uh, Slick Charles tells her don't touch nothing and she always touches and she something. always touches <laughs> she don't listen to him at all look almost all of the comedy is between the three of them like I love it so much uh, but yeah so Fontaine he wants to go explore the lab so he tells Charles to watch the lab tech so he comes over puts his gun on him and now I guess the, the fake coke starts affecting him and he starts like babbling <laughs> and laughing <laughs> and giggling and shit and he's like saying funny words and laughing at his own words and it's, it's funny I think Yo-Yo tries a little bit too doesn't she and she starts doing the same thing yeah. Maybe that's why she uh she she fucks with the, the chemicals. But anyway, she she pours one liquid, a blue liquid from one beaker into another beaker with a red liquid and then boom, explosion. <laughs> and that scares Slick Charles and he shoots the tech. <laughs> Poor guy. It's dead right there. So they start to freak out and they tried to run, but Fontaine noticed something under a cover and he pulls up the cover. And then they get to him, and they're like, yo, we got to go. We just shot this dude. And then they see under the cover, he's looking at his own dead body. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And it's got the bullet holes and everything, right? Yep. So, wow, shit. Oh, I forgot. When when Slick Rick shoots, it's not Slick Rick. Slick Charles shoots. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to keep calling this man by the wrong name. It's a pimp named Slick back. You got to say So when Slick Charles shoots shoots the dude of course he like tries to talk to him he's like come on player you all right you all right come on player <laughs> that shit was so funny to me anyway nah, so they shoot him and then they find the dead fontaine so next day uh, they run away from the lab and they take refuge at yo-yo's grandma's house <laughs> grandma sorry her grandma's house and she refuses to let fontaine leave who wants to go back but there are too many unknowns and they just killed a man. So she's like, look, let's spend the night here. And please be quiet because my grandmama got ears like a bat. And tomorrow, Dexter's lab will still be there and you can go there then. So she finally gets them to stay. Or just Fontaine for real. But the next morning, she wakes up and Fontaine already gone. She wakes up Slick Charles and they got to go find him, right? Yeah. Or I guess they don't have to go find him because he comes back. But um, he goes and gets his boys, and they go to the house, and they can't find the elevator. Everything's like, the elevator was never there. Also, it's all, it's like, fully furnished now. There's, like, nothing in there the night before. Yeah. So it just looked normal, and, like, the cars are gone outside. Uh, So he goes back to Yo-Yo's grandma's house, and, like, he tells them the update, and they're trying to figure it out. And, like, Slick is like, hey, man, like, can we figure this out over some food? Because... <laughs> 
I'm hungry. General strategy. So <laughs> I was counting the not conspiracies, but I guess conspiracies at this point. Like there was the fried chicken. We'd already seen a commercial for the relaxer. I didn't even clock that one. And I think I'm not sure if we heard the uh the song on the radio yet. Oh, the night when they were all in the car together <laughs> looking for the um the car to shot. Oh yeah, that's when you that's when you heard the He's like, yo, turn 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 this off. As every time it comes on, I get and then they all yawn. And yeah. It's kinda like, you know, play it off. So it's it's the movie's doing its thing. It's 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 leaving the break. It's the break the yeah. So yeah, so they go to the, the chicken restaurant that we had previously seen on the TV, the commercial for what is a hot box chicken? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so they're they're talking about what's going on and they're eating the chicken and everybody start laughing and, and slick charles is like uh even even fontaine starts laughing and because they're like hey, you know what's funny his he's dead but he's also right here <laughs> and they, they just start cackling and like slick charles realizes he's like man they ain't never seen fontaine laugh I ain't never seen Fontaine. I ain't never seen Fontaine laugh. And then he realizes everybody's laughing. And everybody in the restaurant is just cackling. And he's like, "Oh shit, it's a chicken! It's a chicken!" <laughs> like so, he figured out that last night when he tasted the powder or whatever, uh, he started laughing. And so, whatever that powder is, it's also in the chicken. And he goes, it's in the fucking chicken. And that Muppet looking motherfucker is the one who sold it to us. Are you connecting these dots? <laughs> because the, the manager of the restaurant looks just like the lab the tech, tech they killed the night before. Mm-hmm. Another white dude with an afro. <laughs> that Muppet looking motherfucker. So Fontaine goes to pull out his gun because that's what type of dude he is. And Yo-Yo uh, stops him and is like, look, I'm going to go do it. I'll, I'll I'll figure it out. Don't worry. So she goes and she seduces the manager. And like he takes her to, the, to his office in the back. There she finds out that he's taking notes on people eating the chicken. And also there's like security cameras spying in a whole bunch of different places all around the, the town, right? Yeah. Like, literally everywhere. Strip club, every corner of the town, but just the town. Yeah. So, once she, you know, figures that out, she she leaves him with his dick in his hand, and she runs out and says, like, yeah, we gotta go. And they go sit in the car, and then they see a van pull up with, I guess they're dropping off more chicken. <laughs> or the special chicken. So, they follow the white van that dropped off the boxes of chicken from the chicken joint to a salon. Then they find uh, tainted hair products like the relaxer that commercial that we saw and like we inside the salon we even see a woman getting her hair done complaining about the funding being cut to the school she teaches at and after like the product is applied she just kind of shrugs it off like she was really upset and then i was just kind of like mm, what you gonna Different. do about it Different. Huh? she relaxes oh <laughs> shit <laughs> okay wasn't just me <laughs> <laughs> dang that shit just right. hit me too. Oh, okay. <laughs> right over my head. Did wow. you catch that? Did I you? did, yeah. Oh. <laughs> well. Hmm. <laughs> okay, yo yo. Being smart. Right what it says on the bottle. Yeah. She relaxes. God damn. <laughs> it's not even it's not, they weren't even trying to trick you. It wasn't even supposed to It was to be. right it was right there. It was right there. It was right there. <laughs> Look, it's hard watching these movies and taking notes. 
I was like, what's going on? Why did you put your hands up? I was like, oh. <laughs> Damn, she relaxes. All right. <laughs> so the, the boss, uh, Isaac, the boss dude who uh, got Fontaine shot, mm-hmm. he comes over from next door, the barbershop next door, and starts puffing his chest out, and him and Fontaine kind of get into it. Like he called him Lazarus and shit because he came back from the dead, as if that's not weird. And like the boss of the salon is like, hey, I'll take that bullshit outside. And then Yo Yo notices that, oh, they they'd uh, told Slick Charles to get in the back of the van to see what's in there while they went inside. But Yo Yo notices that now the van is driving off with Slick Charles trapped in the back. And she's like, yo, we gotta go, we gotta go. <laughs> but they lose him. Yeah, pay the stress. <laughs> pimp down, pimp in distress. They lose them, so then they try to figure out, you know, how are we going to find them? And I forgot, Yo-Yo says something that reminds Fontaine that the drunk in front of the store he goes to every day is like, he just be saying random shit, but some of the random shit he be knowing. Was it something about how they lost the pimp and like he always gets a losing scratcher? before you talk oh maybe he said something about straight line Mm. i don't know wait 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 wait. the drunk was quoting like the commercial for the hair product sometimes yeah sometimes he quotes the commercial sometimes he says other things that are if you know what's going on are very telling yeah yeah Yeah. but it was something yeah that's what clue something like that so fontaine was like hmm and so they go over to the store and he tries to get it out of him like some hints some clues and of course he just speaks in more riddles but they figure it out i can't remember exactly what he said but somehow they figure out he's talking about a church and the specific church is the mount zion church because he's like there's 10 churches in the Glen. that's the neighborhood which one and he's like you know if you if you got to escape babylon where do you go and yo-yo figures out oh zion mount zion so they go there and they find a van and slick is in the back and they get him out and I forgot what he's, or he says, it's like, what took y'all so long? I found out that I'm real fucking claustrophobic. (laughs) (laughs) And and, uh, he's like, you know, I'm in there with a whole bunch of nefarious wares. Because there's the chicken, there's the hair products. And also we see that there's grape drink. Grape drink. (laughs) (laughs) And they decide to go inside the church and like, or well, Fontaine decides to go and, you know, Yo-Yo follows him. And Slick is like, hey, I don't really go to church. Me and Jesus ain't been right since I pipped a girl named Mary. (laughs) Uh, But when they go in, they see that they're using the grape drink in communion. So church got infiltrated too. He made a, did he make a Jim Jones reference? Yes, he did. You wouldn't have to bring that up, but yes, he did. Not the rapper. No, I, I, oh, you don't know. Not not you, the the audience, in case they don't. Okay. What are you saying? I'm saying, oh, you don't know this. I'm Guyanese, and I hate, I hate with a passion that the thing my country is most known for is fucking Jim Jones Massacre, and that nigga ain't even Guyanese. <laughs> it's a fucking American white man. Uh, anyway. If it makes you feel any better, most Americans don't know what Guyana is. Oh, yeah, they think it's Ghana. They think Guyana and Ghana are the same thing. Like, they don't even, they don't yeah. know that Jim Jones happened there. Look, they just know there's somebody. Also, I I didn't know that Jim Jones happened in Guyana until I met him and he told me it had happened in Guyana. So (laughs) you're the one spreading the info. 
I could have walked when, away and never known that part. When I spread the info, I tell the truth. It I was Kool Aid they drank. It was grape flavor aid. Anyway, back <laughs> to the movie. Kool Aid must be so upset about that whole thing. <laughs> Look, and it was fucking flavoring the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> don't drink the Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid that doesn't like, roll off the tongue. Kool-Aid's man is like, hey. Yo, man, don't drink the Flavor-Aid. You know? Flavor-Aid. <laughs> was he just being cheap, right. you think? It's like he wanted to poison everybody on a budget. Flavor-Aid <laughs> was just more ex- accessible. In- anyway. In Guyana. Continue. Continue. Back to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> So they're in the church and they're using the grape drink for communion. And, uh, you know, the pastor starts singing questionable lyrics. Uh, I forgot exactly what he said, but, you know, he's like, don't worry about paying your bills and yada yada. And your son got shot by the Dairy Queen. Don't worry about that. And they're like, what's going on? And then, like, the worship breaks out and, like, the band starts playing. And correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't that the back that ass up beat? I think so, yeah. I think it was. <laughs> also, wasn't Slick, that David Allen Greer? He's credited, and I, you just you saying that made me realize I never actually saw him in a movie, so I guess that's, that's, that was that's, him. That's who it was. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's funny. Yeah, and Slick is like, I ain't been to church in a minute, but uh, something ain't right. <laughs> There's not supposed to be that much uh, backing it up? I mean, they technically weren't backing it up. It it, it you, was it was we back see the same? I mean, yeah, they, like, you're not supposed to they, they, be doing that. I'm saying they were they they went they they were about to, but they didn't start. Like the, they got mm. the tour. They the didn't song get the, or the like, well, the you know congregation because like, some of them were twerking. The congregation. Well, yeah. never mind. Yeah, I guess I'm working for the man. <laughs> trying try to gaslight us, right? <laughs> Always. Anyway. I hope to see you all at my church service on Sunday. <laughs> so once they, I guess they hide and everyone, once everybody leaves, they pull out the key card that they found in the back of the van. Oh yeah. They found the key card in the, or Slicks found the key card in the back of the van and they find like the secret entrance that pulls up the, that opens up or it's under the pulpit. The, the elevator comes up. And so of course they go down. And at the bottom, they discover that there's a whole underground operation, like the size of the whole town, pretty much. And like there's elevators that go up to multiple locations around the neighborhood. And they acquire some suits to disguise themselves. And they make their way around, discovering all kinds of products and experiments and shit they're doing down there on uh, the people from, from the town, right? And yeah, some really nefarious things down there. Yeah, like you see like the music mind control experiments and stuff like that. And at some point they run into the bathroom, discuss what what to do, and Fontaine wants to go out and find who's behind this and why. Yo yo wants to get out and blow blow the whistle on the place, and Slick just wants to get the fuck out. Uh but Fontaine charges back out and they go back and they follow him. And then they access a restricted area and I don't know if you caught this, but like when the door opens, did you hear like the Star Wars droid noises? No. Just me? <laughs> I'm no. just a nerd? Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the door opens uh, and they go in and they find a bunch of tanks filled with clones of people from around the town, including more Fontaine clones, clones of the old drunk. And then they even find uh, Slick Charles even find a clone of himself. 
And like Fontaine snaps and he starts shooting at the tanks, but it got bulletproof glass. And like Yo Yo uh, stops Sunday and rushes them out. And then they find the exit elevator that when they come out, they're in a strip club dressing room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was fun. They were like, of course. And when they try to leave, like the DJ gets radioed, like he's he's in with them, right? It's a white dude. It's funny. He's in with them. And I think his name is actually DJ Strangelove. Yep. And they're like, stop him, yada, yada. So he like plays a certain song and then everybody in the strip club starts turning around. Or like, it's like they're kind of dancing, but they're going in a circle and they, they all get hypnotized. And like, even Slick starts to get hypnotized, but Yo-Yo breaks him out of it. And like, they all run out and they steal a car just as everybody from the strip club comes out charging after him. And like, he tries to drive away, but they only get but so far before the damn car breaks down and it's like okay well what do we do now and like the whole time like they never really got away from the mob and now they're just surrounded the hypnotized mob so they get out and then a car pulls up who do y'all think was going to get out the car um the man the man <laughs> like i i i just knew because i very briefly saw uh Kiefer Sutherland's name attached to this so mm-hmm. in that moment i was like the shoes come out you know the immaculately tailored suit we see from the from the shoes up i'm like this is the i thought i thought that was the white man but it's john boyega (laughs) looking like it's gonna say denzel like he you know he's in a nice suit and he's got uh his hair is done and he's got a nice beard Mm. that that hairstyle looks like some slavery days man (laughs) what did you say that hairstyle looks like from slavery days I mean, like that. I I'm pretty sure I straight up like some shit you see like one of those old photos of the house slaves. I'm uh, not gonna disagree with you. Maybe that was the what's the word iconography? Is that the right word? Yeah. But what we find out later on, you know, never mind. I'm gonna. I think you're just right. I'm gonna let you have this one. So yeah. So (laughs) it's uh it's John Boyega again. Uh, or another Fontaine, if you will. And then a white man gets out the car, and it's Kiefer Sutherland. And I'm sure he has a name, but I'm going to just keep calling him Kiefer Sutherland. Or just the, the white man's one. Yeah, I don't think they say, <laughs> yeah. I don't think they actually say his name in the movie. He's credited as Nixon, which is oh, another. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only hey, thing what? that would have been funnier is if it was Reagan. <laughs> but yeah, so. Kiefer Sutherland basically explains everything, and he says uh, that they perform experiments on impoverished populations all over uh, for the greater good of peace in the United States. If they can properly figure out how to control people, then everybody could be on the same page, and it would truly be a united country, and they'd truly have peace. Also, Fontaine and Slick Charles are clones. They clone specific people in the community, drug dealers, pimps, drunks, etc., to help passively protect the secret operations by keeping the neighborhood shitty and scaring off outsiders that may move in and mess their system up, right? And uh, Kiefer Sutherland offers them the option of dying or just ignoring what they now know and just move on with their lives because that's the easier option. It's also the cheaper option, right? So Fontaine aggressively disagrees and he like tries to charge him, but... Kiefer Sutherland says a phrase that makes him and Slick Charles freeze. Now he's like displaying that he has the upper hand and he pieces out. 
So it's like they're since they're clones, they they can't fight him because he'll just take control of them. Mm-hmm. So it was like Ophelia Black or something like that. Oh, there it is. Okay, so next day, Fontaine wakes up and he goes back to his routine. And Yo-Yo shows up to try and get him to f- help figure out the next move. But he's being a defeatist and he, like, rudely dismisses her. Like, he says some mean shit. And Fontaine gets more and more depressed and eventually kicks down his mother's door. Because, like, now he knows he's a clone. And then he realizes his mother never comes outside of her room. So he's like, nah, fuck this. And he kicks down the door and... There is no mom. It's just the machine that answers back whenever he yells through the door. So, like, that messes him up even more. Then we see Yo-Yo. She tries to mail off an envelope containing, like, all the info on the experiments and whatnot while in disguise. <laughs> this is funny to me. I can't believe it was going to work. But then another hoe recognizes her. <laughs> She's like, hey, Yo-Yo. And as soon as she says her name and blows her cover, that black SUV whips around the corner. And scoops Yo-Yo up. It wasn't going to work either way. I wasn't. I don't think it was going to work. I think they would have scooped her regardless. They were already well, watching her. They're they're literally watching the entire town. But not True. every angle. It's not like London now. She's special like, now. That's true. But also, even if she wasn't, do you think they don't scan everybody's man? That's fair. All right, I'll give you that too. Like I don't think she was going to get away with it. <laughs> But it was just that as soon as she said yo-yo, that SUV was trying to go. <laughs> Eventually, Fontaine comes around. He decides to meet with Slick Charles, who also been in a depression. Like, I think when Fontaine comes over, he's like, when last time you showered? <laughs> I plead the fifth. Uh, I plead the fifth, yeah. And then they decide to do something about it. But then they find out that yo-yo got taken. Uh, so Slick Charles comes up with the idea... For Fontaine to fake his death by the hands of his enemy drug dealer, Isaac, so he can infiltrate the underground lab again and they, they can rescue Yo-Yo. And he says, these bitch-ass niggas think they got it all figured out. <laughs> but they forgot I'm a stone-cold pimp, goddammit. I pull tricks for a living. We gonna beat them at their own game. Then they pull off the plan and they fake Fontaine's death and everything and they get down into the lab. At the same time, Slick Charles musters up like all the thugs from from the neighborhood. Shouldn't call them thugs. We don't know they're thugs. No, they're they're thugs. All of the (laughs) all of the gentlemen, the armed gentlemen from the neighborhood, (laughs) and like they force their way. I think they can they be goons. Sure. I mean, they're going to literally be drug dealers and gangbangers because the corporation running this whole thing purposely puts gangbangers and drug dealers in the neighborhood. Like, we already know it's a setup. Yeah, Yeah, they said the whole neighborhood is a trap, so. Yeah, so. Anyway. But kudos to you for trying, man. (laughs) If they hadn't specifically told us, then yes, we would prefer a better name, but. Young men exercising their Fifth Amendment. (laughs) Is that, no, not the Fifth Amendment, the First Amendment. (laughs) Second Amendment. There you go. (laughs) <laughs> I was gonna get there eventually. What that mean? It's only so There's only Just so keep counting. Just keep counting. Eighth Amendment. <laughs> Look. <laughs> anyway, Patriots. So the, the they get some Patriots to go down. Some young Patriots. <laughs> 
uh, to go to go down there and help storm the underground lab, right? So while all that's going on, like the plan works, but they don't rescue Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo rescues herself because she anticipated, or I don't know if she anticipated getting caught. She didn't look. It was probably get, always a wig. It was always a wig. So Why wouldn't it be the other? If you pay, if you, I mean, like, not you're not looking at that, but like, if you notice, all the other hoes wear wigs. Several of the other hoes wear wigs, and you know it because they're wearing hair that is like unique colors. It's pink one day, it's purple the next, right? Like, you know, they're wearing Uh-oh. wig. Yo Yo just chose to wear a natural looking wig. Okay. It was probably always a wig. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. But then, but these knows. white men aren't gonna know that it's really common for black women. Right to have hair, she has hair. She just chooses to wear a wig because she can't because she's black. Yeah, because <laughs> if she took out her cornrows, it would her hair would probably be the same length. Yes, that's, it probably that's, was. That's what made me think that she wore a wig on purpose. But you're right; she probably was always a wig. It was probably always a wig. That's funny. That way, she ain't got to do her hair, but like once every couple, every week or so, like she washed it, cornrowed it, she good, she done. Mm. <laughs> well. <laughs> layers. She's, layers. Also, she's also smart enough to when they start rubbing that uh, relaxer and to play along. She, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, she saved herself. She did. Yeah. <laughs> she can MVP. Yeah. So look, like I said that Yo Yo and, and Slick Charles are my favorite because they're both funny, but Yo Yo is funny and smart. Yeah. Like, Slick Charles has, like, one or two smart moments. Yo-Yo has, like, 17. Like, maybe not seven. Maybe, like, 12. But <laughs> she has a lot, a lot more than the rest of them. Yeah. Comparatively, yeah. And even, like, little ones that you don't think are smart moments where you think it's just her talking. Like, if you really think about what she said, like, like she reads books. <laughs> she watches watch Science Channel and shit. Like, she, she's on to something. Anyway. So, it's true, man. Huh? It's Nancy, it's Nancy Drew. It's not uh, like... The Nancy Drew, too. <laughs> I mean, it's books, but it's not like, you know... Oh, we didn't even mention that, like, she literally has hundreds of Nancy Drew books. She has a lot of those shits. I, I mean, know. in all fairness, they were at her grandma's house. That's probably been her room since she was, like, eight. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but, like, they, at some point, like, Fontaine was like, the bitch in the books. Like, what, what would she do? What would Nancy Drew do? And she was like, well, this is what Nancy Drew would do. <laughs> Figure that shit out. Yeah. But yeah, it's so funny. So the neighborhood, you know, they pull a Dunkirk. When when they couldn't get home, home came for them. <laughs> they, they're down there freeing everybody. And uh, Yo-Yo and Slick Charles bump into each other. And Fontaine encounters the same clone that uh, served as Kiefer Sutherland's bodyguard. And he gets his ass beat, and the clone drags him off. And, like, Yo-Yo and Sir Charles end up going up against Kiefer Sutherland in the clone tank room, right? Eventually, they they beat Kiefer Sutherland by, I think, Slick Charles gets one of the clones to wear his clothes. Mm-hmm. And he gets shot. Mm-hmm. And then Kiefer Sutherland's about to shoot Yo-Yo, and then the real Slick Charles pops up. The, the clone tried to grab Kiefer from behind and keep her like you know judo flips her to the ground he's using the clone as leverage to get uh yo-yo mm. out right it's like hey i got i got slick charles like come on out and she realizes that it's a clone yeah. because is it because he doesn't have the cocaine fingernail the pinky um nail? i mean yeah. i don't know if you can tell that from back there 
Well, she she gets no, close enough. It's not it's not until she's standing over the clone that, that he she realizes. looks down and his hands are his hands both of his hands are on top of his torso and she doesn't sees have his rings on. Right, his right. There are no rings and there's no both both are missing. He doesn't have any mm-hmm. rings on and he doesn't have the coke fingernail because Char- Slick Charles has a ring on literally every every finger, <laughs> and so the clone has zero rings and he doesn't have the fingernail. She's so, like, oh. So she figures it out and she just keeps talking to like stall for him to show up. Yeah. She yeah. also chucks the gun like away behind his back somewhere so she could grab it without being seen. Yeah. It's, it's real. It's a smart move. It's slick. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they 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 defeat Kiefer Sutherland and freaking uh, Fontaine. He got his ass beaten, dragged off by Charles. Charles, no. Wait, it can't be Charles because we already got Slick Charles. Never mind. That matters. One, keep going. <laughs> but that's that's why that's why I was like, yeah, you were right. I it's thought his true. name was I thought his name was something else. Something okay, like so. Much more like I hate to say much more white, but just you know, I mean, like so, yeah. something that really sounds like a butler, like Chester or something. Like, but yeah. I could be wrong. And don't look at IMDb. I tried. They only have him credited as <laughs> as Fontaine, and I was yeah. like, that's rude, IMDb. <laughs> Considering the names of everyone in the you know, present, we can we can talk about white people names. He plays multiple characters. <laughs> but I thought, yeah, I thought the like butler Fontaine had a very butlery sounding name. <laughs> but I could be wrong. I keep keep going. I'm gonna look it up. Tyrone's oh. <laughs> looking it up. Look at his face. Nah, it, dang, they didn't call his name either. Anyway, so I will <laughs> go. I give up. So the bodyguard beats his ass and drags him off, and then he wakes up. He looks, and it's an old Fontaine, <laughs> and he's the original. And so he starts to explain, right? And Old Fontaine explains that he sold his soul to the devil because his little brother, who was indeed real, was shot and he could have been saved, but they left him there to die. And like when Old Fontaine identified him at the morgue, they didn't even bother to clean off the dried blood. So like he had to do it himself. And he was like, you're welcome. I didn't leave you with that memory. Yeah, but this is why he was okay working towards the idea of peace and unity, their idea of peace and unity, because of what happened to his brother. Mm-hmm. But then, now he's taking it a step further because, like, the experiments they're doing isn't enough, and it's not good enough, and now he believes that the true solution would be to turn everybody white. <laughs> and, like, in the background, you see five clone tanks, and on the left, there's a black I don't know if it's, it's Fontaine. It's, it's not him. I looked. It's, it's not him. Okay, so, but there's a black guy on the left, and on the far right, there's a white guy, and like on the in between, it's like the same guy just getting wider. <laughs> until yeah, I think the... it's supposed to be yeah. like the dark skinned version of the tech slash DJ slash like that you. guy. Okay, yeah, because yeah, they all, which are all three different actors, but they all look the same. They look very much alike, yeah. Yeah. Well, he explains which, that, um, that he, yeah, they say they can't that. Get rid of the hair. Oh, uh, they like, can't they get rid are, of the hair. They are experiments. They were black people. Yeah, they were black they people. Turned white, but the hair remains just. <laughs> that's that's why they got Look, afros. That's. Yeah. I deal with this shit every day. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Fontaine actually says it. He was like the white guy, or whatever he says. He points out the the lab tech or the the manager or whatever. 
like it it was really fast and i think i missed it and then i kind of had to figure it out from there but yeah he's that was that's his current plan or like the new plan is to turn everybody white and then he says assimilation is better than annihilation Mm -hmm. so like i'm not going to say he's right because he's not but i understand how he got there through trauma how he became this guy it's tragic i mean if you get rid of literally everything about you that's different yeah you're not you i mean you're you've been annihilated yeah but fontaine who's not completely out of his senses you know he says what's his Ophelia Black or whatever, which is the code phrase to take control of the clones. But Old Fontaine is like, I'm not a clone. It's not going to work on me. And he's like, you're not, but he is. And referring to the bodyguard, and he's like, Charles, shoot him. (laughs) He takes out Old Fontaine. (laughs) So rest in peace. Mm. Uh, Which was a really cool move. Because I was like, dang, like he got shot in the shoulder or something. He's busted up. He already lost the fight against himself. <laughs> How's he going to get out of it? And I completely forgot that he knows the the phrase now. Yeah. yeah. And Fontaine's so cool. been down here the whole time with that bullet in his shoulder. Yeah. Yes, the yeah. entire time. <laughs> He's a trooper. Oh, yeah, because he... Well, no, he didn't. He didn't get... Isaac, Isaac shot him, and then they recovered his body, and he'd been down there the whole time that gunshot wound. Yes. I don't think he, he didn't actually shoot him, did he? Yes, he yes. did. He just I, told him, hey, don't, whatever you do, don't miss. Like, don't actually kill me. But he shot right. him. Yeah, that was the plan. I, I thought the plan him. was him to shoot him in the shoulder. Yes. Or, or Slick said, still like, it's still a gunshot wound. No, but I mean, like, <laughs> I thought Slick told him to get shot in the shoulder, but I, or, but Fontaine Isaac, wanted him to miss, just make it look real. Huh. No, I no. Fontaine said, "Don't miss," as in, "Don't hit my heart" or something yeah. important. Okay, <laughs> don't kill me. Right. And then when he pops up and the unzips of the body bag, we see him stick his finger on the bullet wound, like it's there. Okay, like they close up on the. He's been shot this whole. So he's been bleeding from <laughs> his shoulder this whole time. This whole time. Okay. This whole time. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Which is why he was especially messed up. Yes, <laughs> I got you. All right. So maybe he would have won the fight if he was at full strength. Nah, okay. Let's not go crazy. <laughs> the other one got kung fu training and shit. I don't know. Right? Yeah, yeah. He he was clearly like a weapon. Anyway. And his name is Chester, by the way. Chester. Chester. Yeah. Chester. Okay, Chester. my bad. Not Charles. Where'd you find it? Oh, I just pulled it up on my phone and just scrubbed it with the with the captions on. Since, you know, no one wants to list it online. But yeah, I just scrubbed it with the captions on until there was a scene where like she was he like, God, "God damn it! I know I, I'm right." I believed you. I believed you the whole time. <laughs> Once you like, pointed Charles, out that they wouldn't also name him Charles, I was like, "Oh yeah." So and I watched it with there? the captions on, so I could keep the volume low because the kid was napping. So like, I was reading it and watching it, and I was like, "I think okay. his name is Chester." But gotcha. Okay. Just something real Butler sounding, you know. It's very Butler sounding. Gotcha. <laughs> very uh, you house slave sounding. <laughs> we'll take that point. Thank you. So anyway, so they all win. They win their fights and like everybody's making their way back up to the surface and like the news crews there and they don't really know what's going on, uh, but they're like, oh, there's clones, there's naked dudes, but everyone's being nice. And like, you literally see like, I think it's like Isaac or some one of the 
uh, yeah. enterprising young gentlemen take their uh, shirt off their back and give it to one of the, uh, the naked clones. I'm also, I just, I don't know how I felt because they're also making, you know, give them cigarettes and, and booze. <laughs> just, you know, just, I'm like, come on, don't do this. All right, fine. It's jokes. It's jokes. <laughs> I suppose. I know. I know. Still. It's what, it's what they know. It's their it way. It's, it's their way of showing love. <laughs> but yeah, so yes. every our 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 trio meets back up now that everyone's on the surface celebrating. And Yo Yo's like, I'm going to retire. And Slick Charles is like, you know what? I'm going to retire too. Especially since there's another me tied up. <laughs> uh, no, Fontaine. No, Slick huh? Charles. He he. I, he said it's, he it's says the Fontaine. It's the same day. So they shot. Fontaine, right? Mm-hmm. And he was in the body bag. The company, whoever released a new clone, the, that clone is the one who's tied up and angry at Charles's house. Oh, oh yeah, it's yeah. a Fontaine oh, clone pissed off because he, he doesn't know the plan. He doesn't know anything about. All he knows that's is correct. he woke up. Slick Charles is talking, but he's not talking about his clone. He's talking about Fontaine's clone. Yes, because he, he, he was like, "Go to sleep, go to sleep." That's right. Yeah, explain yeah. that shit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. There's oh, a pissed anyway. off Fontaine clone. So he's Duck, like, I, I, ain't, I ain't trying to go back there. <laughs> I'm, I'm retiring too. <laughs> so, oh, I hope someone goes back for him before you die. <laughs> this is this dark. All right. Never mind. <laughs> so Yo Yo, who's been talking about going to Memphis literally the whole movie. Uh, it's like, let's go to Memphis and free those guys down there. And we can just go around busting up these laboratories and freeing our clones. And Slick, he's on board. And Fontaine's like, you know, I'm only a few days old, but I'd like to see the world. And she's like, are you asking us to, if he could come with us? I think he is. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so our little gang's back together and they're going to go across the country uh, unoppressing some folks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which was a cute little ending. And then, so the credits start, but then it immediately cuts away. And then we see Jean Boyega again, but he has a different hairstyle now. And we realize he's in LA and everything, he's doing his same routine again, but everything's a little different. Like it's a different store, but there's still a drunk. Uh, he still works out. He still does everything the same. And then uh, we see him uh, just hanging out at the house with his boys. They're watching the news. And on the news, it's the same scene happening again where there's like naked clones and people are running around cheering because they busted up the underground L.A. lab. And then he sees one of the clones and it's John Boyega naked. And one of his boys is like, Tyrone, they cloned you. (laughs) And Finn. Title drop. So that's Tyrone. (laughs) I'm not going to lie, the whole movie, I was like, so is his name like Tyrone Fontaine? Exactly. (laughs) And then when we finally saw old Tyrone, I was like, oh, that's Tyrone. And I was like, no, his name's Fontaine too. Actually, (laughs) when you get the brother's full name and I realized that Fontaine isn't a last name unless, you know, Oh, you're right. You're right. I didn't even catch that the brother had a full name. I'm sure it'll be explained at some point. Or maybe they're just using Tyrone. I, I as I knew that they were going to say Tyrone at some point in the movie. For a black person they they used Tyrone, so then the closing credits could be to that rendition of they cloned Tyrone, aka was, Erica Badu. Oh, you better call Tyrone. Better call. And I was like, which was great. 
<laughs> that was it. That was that's the tie. <laughs> well, uh, it worked for me. I, I can see it being a bit of a reach, but now I'm curious, like what came first, the story or the name? <laughs> that's the. Hmm. Because it, it was a it was a reveal technically, right? Oh, well, the well, reveal clone- was that is that he's a clone in other places also. Yeah, yeah. So like literally, the they have the exact same setup. Yeah, copy pasted around the country. You'd think that the other labs would like get word and make some adjustments. <laughs> that by this point, I was only like seventy percent paying attention, and I thought it was like national news. I thought the that the Tyrone and his friends were watching news of, of what Glen? happened in the Glen, yeah. Oh, because yeah, wouldn't that? I mean, that would be national news. Oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I just I assumed they were watching that news, and that <laughs> the clones they were seeing were actually Fontaine, who is also I got Tyrone. You. Okay, I'm I'm learning that I I can not just go with whatever Tyrone's saying, and <laughs> it's like he says it. With conviction, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's probably it. Oh, he says a lot I got of things you. with because he because he <laughs> truly believes what he's saying is right. The conviction is there. <laughs> hey, I I, you know, Cherry, I, was, I was with you there. In the beginning, I said I started the movie over when I, I mean, finish, so I could fill in my notes properly and make whatever adjustments. I just didn't get that far. <laughs> and, 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 and you were the one calling him Charles. Yeah, yes, yeah. he was the one. He was that's, the one calling him Charles. That's my when his bad. name was. Chester the whole time. <laughs> I, I I openly admitted that his name couldn't be Charles because there's already a slick it's Charles. Already a Charles. <laughs> so they would have named him something else. And I was like, well, damn, but I don't know what it is. I mean, he could be slick Charles because there's already a Charles. Yeah. When I was a kid and I was up in uh, Jersey with uh, my family and my cousin, we had... Your family and Mexican. your cousin. <laughs> my family, more specifically, hanging out with my cousins. Okay. Um... We, we had two mics in the group. So we had Mike and we had White Mike. Yeah, that's how it works. And one night. <laughs> you our, were literally uh, Big Jamel. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes. Well, <laughs> I was also, I was Big Jamel before y'all knew me because I there was a, a Jamel who lived across the street from me. <laughs> in the same exact style. Always been the, Talk about the, destiny. The bigger of the two Jamels. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not a small guy. But, um, I'll find a 500 pound Jamel just to just go for so it. So he can be little Jamel? <laughs> Still big, but not the biggest, you know. But, um, but they were like, "Why does he got to be White Mike? Why can't he be Mike last name or Mike whatever?" And it's like, well, aside from those just being like longer, more to say, because y'all black. The other Mike was here first, <laughs> so he gets to be Mike. Like it wasn't, that, right, it wasn't that's was white. Yeah. It's like we already had a Mike, then a new yeah. Mike joined us. Well, he's white. We'll call him White Mike. It was like, look, White Mike is a part of the black experience so yeah it's a thing also that's how that works the, the, yeah. the, the first one gets the name exactly yeah. except for i did lose jamel rights to other jamel she got beat up which y'all got in a fight <laughs> no, no to, to, to jamel you know because um there can only be one <laughs> well, so i was i was being magnanimous and i was like you know what here's what we'll do i will uh listen you you play uh you play rock paper scissors for for your name already one go up. One go. Already so I'm, I'm, I'm Jamel one in our circles. And then it's like you play, like, it's not best two out of three. One go, winner takes all. And I didn't have to. I was already grandfathered and I was Jamel one. But I was like, let's make this fair. And uh, and he got me. So Dumbass. I mean, hey. 
Tiffron and I can honestly say we've never we've never had this problem. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. No, I can see that. <laughs> hey, still Sorry. shout out shout out to everybody listening who's never been able to find their name on one of those little uh keychains. Key right? Shout uh, out. Coke bottles. Coke bottles. <laughs> license little license plate you know any of those pre-made things with everybody's name on it yeah you know this this is this is for y'all all right shout out <laughs> we're here for you guys well ain't really a whole lot of trivia going on with this one so i'm gonna skip that instead of trivia i'm gonna tell you my favorite line well, it was really random but for some reason it was when the old wino i was about to get to it but you know go oh, on your favorite line were you gonna ask no. my favorite line is that a question y'all got any favorite quotes <laughs> oh Okay. <laughs> I do. It's when the, I don't remember which part it was. It's when, I don't know, Fontaine walks out of the convenience store and this time the old guy goes, you got that new car smell, young blood. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, because he's new. Because he's new. And <laughs> he knows it. <laughs> like, Shit, this old man knows things. <laughs> I caught that when I st- re- started rewatching it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Yo, how how fucked up would you be right now if some old dude said that to you? Dear God, now, like right I'd, now? Be, I'd be like, wait a minute. What do you, what what do you, do you know? know? What do you know? What do you know? What are you not telling me? <laughs> you got any, Jamel? I can't pick a specific line out, but just I I yeah, I stopped writing them down because I was going to be writing too much. You know, <laughs> we had to record this episode as soon as I finished. Whoever so, wrote for Jamie Foxx and Tiana Paris, they were just. Yeah, I hope they didn't. I hope they just let him have, let him have. Cause like like Yo Yo was smart, but in true like stereotypical TV pimp fashion, like Jamie Foxx's character had he used so many the big shit, words. He, yeah, the shit he and was, like correctly. Like, and I was like, yeah. Are, do you read? Like you, you have a large vocabulary, sir. <laughs> The the other hoe, I forgot her name with the pink hair. Uh, at some point, she was like, "That at least that's what I surmise." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> y'all are out here with an education. Oh, I'm pretty sure this kind of thing like afflicts y'all too. But for me, there's a thing about black dialogue that was not written by black people. Mm-hmm. Even when it's performed by black people, it just sounds inauthentic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like. Watching the first episode or two of Black Di- uh nope, sorry, Black Lightning, mm. just was grating to me. Like it just did doesn't sound right. And I'm sure we're gonna look it up and find out that they have black writers, and I'm shitting on them right now. And I don't know. But <laughs> no, but they they did though. But huh? well, anyway, <laughs> um, this movie sounds authentic, and I. I like that they're still able to to work in those those big college level words. And yeah. It still sounds. <laughs> Speaking of black writer, the director who co-wrote the movie is black, but the other writer is white. But I mean, at least we got one that is black, so we can just credit him you know, with it feeling authentic. So. Oh, a, a white dude made pootie tang. That's true. A white dude made pootie tang. And a white dude made color purple. Well, that color well, purple. that but that's, that's an on a book adaptation. Now. You know right. what I mean, the movies. And it's well noted that Steven Spielberg was really good about the cultural stuff and getting things right. Yeah. And so, the, the movie is the movie is not exactly like the text, but it's really true to the text. So yeah. 
Yes. I got nothing for Pootie Tang, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> one day we're going to do that one, but that's one of the rarest DVDs to find. And it's rarely ever streaming. I wonder why. Interesting. It's just one of those things that maybe it's caught up in, like, legal limbo. Anyway. My, uh, dang. I, there's so many I can't remember. <laughs> and it, it was... I guarantee you it was a it was a slick Charles or a yo-yo quote. There's so many. There's so many. Like I was enjoying that they were like low-key film buffs and they yeah, kept making yeah. movie references. It was like Hollow Man, <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Like <laughs> and like when she said it, like Slick would be in the back, like, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's Hollow Man. <laughs> Confirming that that was a good joke. But yeah, maybe I'm just since this is one of the few that actually had written down, uh, it's in the it's in the fucking chicken, and that Muppet looking motherfucker is the one who sold it to us. <laughs> and that's even funnier, knowing that that is a clone black man, <laughs> just that they turned one. <laughs> okay, what was your favorite aspect of the movie? Hmm. I guess we can com- combine that one with favorite scene. If you want to give a favorite scene, it might be the first time they're in the lab. I don't know, like watching Slick Charles. Stealing that <laughs> when he thought was cocaine, or no, he knew it wasn't cocaine. So, but watching him like scoop it into that like crown nice, royal no, bag, but I can still that I forgot to mention that that it, he had a little oh, crown oh, royal bag shit. at the ready. It's not, it's not snow, but I can still ski in it. And he starts scooping it into like, <laughs> like, like the, the tiniest, tiniest crown tiniest royal bag, crown, like a crown royal bag for like the airplane size box. Yeah, like, which is a thing. <laughs> do you get a now if you get crown royal on an airplane? Do they give you the bag? I don't. I don't know about don't know. airplanes specifically, but there are tiny bottles of Crown Roll that come in tiny bags. Tiny little bags. We're going yeah. on a flight soon. I feel the need to ask for a Crown Royal. Excuse I don't me, even do you have a Crown Royal? What'd you say? So if you're a pimp, they'll let you get the bag. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I have a Crown Royal bag filled with Crown Royal bags. I knew you were gonna say that. I yeah. knew you were gonna say that. I I'm not an alcoholic, but. Uh, <laughs> At a supervisor who was, and he would give me his bags, and like one, one, one a week. What <laughs> oh my! Yeah, and he didn't have no friends, so he just drink by himself. What'd you say? I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was I, all my leftover international changes in the Crown Royal bag right here somewhere. <laughs> I, I think every black household has at least Crown Royal one Crown Royal bag that has something that's not Crown Royal in it. I remember yeah. I went to school with a kid who kept his crayons in a Crown Royal bag. See that? You can't send your child to school like that. Can't <laughs> like, hurt nobody. That's setting that kid up for failure. You can't send your kid to school like that. That teacher is judging him. Look, <laughs> you gotta hope there were other kids that just don't know what Crown Royal is. <laughs> because the moment, the moment I one of them was old enough to understand what that is, oh, they're gonna. I thought it was funny, but also thought that like I, I, I had a Crown Royal bag at home with something in it. Like, at home, at home though. Um, yeah, but you know, at that point, I knew that everybody had Crown Royal bags. But you weren't going to circle time in kindergarten with your Crown Royal. Like bag I knew, <laughs> I knew, like little little Jimmy didn't drink it. It's probably his drunk dad or uncle. But he, they had a extra Crown Royal bags, and you know, they don't need to throw them out. They could find a use for them, like crayons. <laughs> well, as you know, Jimmy just. <laughs> Needed something to take the edge off. <laughs> First grade is rough. Fractions is fucking killing Ooh. me. Uh. <laughs> All right, Jamil. I need my what's dice in a Crown Royal bag now. See? 
a lot of a lot of a lot of folks who play uh, tabletop games got keep their their stuff in, in crown roll bags. I remember, <laughs> like, if I ever went to like a card game tournament, like Magic or Pokemon or whatever. Uh, what do you tabletop? Huh? What do you mean tabletop? Like any sort of game that you play on top of a table, card games, D and D, huh? Like 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 craps. Like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, Dang. All right, Mr. No, Nigga. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I will admit, I will admit, when you said card games, my son was like, spades? No. That's not what you meant. No, no, no. I, 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 All right, Ashley I, Larry. <laughs> no. I, now, when I, I leave, like, they come together like butt cheeks. <laughs> okay. All right. What is your favorite? Uh... So, I will say, though, the scene where they go down into the basement, because that also marks the turn. Up until that moment, this isn't a sci-fi movie really yet. Yeah. Um, and that's also, we had the moments with uh, Yo-Yo and uh, Slick Charles. Yeah. But it's also still kind of playing the gritty, drug-dealing, you know, street movie kind of straight. Yeah. Up until that comes, uh, it becomes the turn, it becomes more fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which I was counting on. It was just like, yeah. oh, shit. Like that that moment. I mean, it's in the trailer. Now y'all didn't watch the trailers, but like I knew it was coming. But I was excited for it because it's like, all right, now we're in it. That and when uh, Kiefer shows up, okay, he he's got he's got his thing going on. It's a it's a oh, fun yeah. scene. I guarantee you, they're yeah. like, yo, just be a bad guy, however you want. And he was like, all right, <laughs> just be a smarmy dick. <laughs> That's not hard for him. Yeah. <laughs> favorite scene probably the the, the chicken joint scene <laughs> he was like it's in the fucking chicken but also like when they finally discovered a laugh for the first time that was still fun all right one of my favorites favorite character even though there's only like six characters in the movie <laughs> and what character are you actually so like what's your favorite uh, just like the meme what's your favorite character but then what character are you actually jamel you go first I see Cherry still thinking. Favorite character is going to go to uh, Yo-Yo Easy. Uh, looks like MVP. Mm-hmm. This is the first thing outside of MCU I've ever seen Tiana Paris. Tiana? T- how you, am I saying that right? Tiana. Tiana Paris. Uh, I didn't know she was in it at first. And I'm looking at her face. I'm like, I know that face. I know that face. Oh, yeah. Um, I first saw her on a show called Survivor's Remorse. Never even heard of that. Um oh. So yeah, uh, she's great. And what character am I? I am Junebug. You never <laughs> mentioned Junebug. Yeah, I the like movie Junebug. opens up the, the little boy who little follows. Uh, not really follows Fontaine around, but he's, he, he he's kind of works by for Fontaine. Him. Yeah, like yeah, he he he, he, he gives him information, money. Yeah, but and not that I'm a rat, uh, even for money. But when they're cruising around together, he's just like talking about Spongebob and stuff. Like, and, what you um, talking about? I like their little relationship. Because yeah, obviously but, that was a surrogate little brother. Yeah. Yeah. But that's me because one, I'm tangentially involved in this fucking nonsense, if at all. And two, I don't do nothing but talk about pop culture shit. So <laughs> yeah, that's that's who I am. I, I'd wake up one morning, all this shit would have gone down. I'd have missed the whole thing. And uh Yeah. He's the reason why everything worked out in the end because uh, Fontaine sat and talked with him 
and they had this genuine little moment and then he realized he still had something to fight for like his mom might not be real his brother might not be real but his little uh june bug you know he's real and he enjoys him so like that kind of like brought him out his funk go ahead cherry me oh um yo-yo yeah it's my favorite and then i mean (laughs) you'll get this in my in our friend group i'm probably the (laughs) yo-yo that's fair i mean listen (laughs) she's saying she's the smartest one and the rest of us are not i'm not gonna argue i mean slick i almost called him slick back charles (laughs) is clearly well read though so Mm -hmm. and he has good taste in movies My favorite character is Yo-Yo. I think I am Slick Slick Charles. <laughs> not not that I uh, am into sex trafficking young ladies. <laughs> no. But <laughs> outside of that, I, I don't have an in-depth explanation for this, but I feel like I, if you're Yo-Yo, then I'm Slick Charles, and we just <laughs> referencing movies together and bickering back and forth, and you talking about, well, it would be me talking about blockchain or something. Yeah, you would be the blockchain. <laughs> at some point, maybe I'm yo-yo. Then I don't know. But at some point, he was like, and didn't didn't last month you want to you were talking about like hiking across the mountains of of uh, Potomac, and she's like Patagonia. Patagonia. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I guess more likely I'm some tertiary character. <laughs> like, I'm probably the probably the damn manager at the restaurant. <laughs> the white man with the fro? I don't know. I'm, 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 the, I'm the lab tech down like thinking nobody's uh, watching dancing to Michael Jackson. Who's your boy who got ran over early? Uh, not him. <laughs> you could be him. Okay. Uh any awards you'd like to give? I can start off. I'm going to give the acting awards to our three main cast members because all three of them really did a good job. Like, they didn't have to act as good as they acted in this movie for this movie, but they brought it because all of them at least had one moment where they were genuinely hurt or, like, upset. Like, we got the moment when uh, Fontaine, uh, I'm calling him John Boyega, finds out, like, his mom isn't real and it's just a machine and like he loses it and like he really sells that and then like mm-hmm. all like the, the little moment with like june bug and you see him like come out of his depression that was beautiful uh you see these moments with yo-yo and it's it, they're real subtle but whenever somebody hurts their feelings because there's like a moment with with slick charles and there's a moment with uh, uh fontaine and you see her like really hurt but she doesn't say it and but then she kind of pushes through it and then goes back to like her usual self but like you see that it it stung and like it was just a real subtle like i see you that was a nice touch like you didn't have to actually you could have just phoned it in but you didn't and then even jamie when he sees his clone he you could tell like he didn't that's the one time he wasn't fucking talking (laughs) he, he stopped and it just fucked him up like and he's just staring at it, even though it was hard to see it because the movie was dark as shit. But once you realize he's staring at his own clone, and he's just like, like instead of where Fontaine Blue does Wars. the opposite and starts shooting, shooting at the tank, 
Jamie just stares. And then afterwards, both of them end up in a depression, finding out that they're clones. Mm-hmm. But I think the word you're looking for is dumbfounded. Dumbfounded sounds stupid to me, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair a enough. Dumb word. But yes. Dumbfounded? I mean, it's I real. Mean, honestly, it's real taken aback. For it to be a real word properly used, it does sound like some ignorant like it's it's to like to be to be struck dumb, like you're so shocked I, that I you get are it. I get it. I just don't <laughs> to be the founded part. It just like, sound goofy dumb, to me. It sound like it should be dumbfound, but like you know, dumbfounded it. It's almost I, like like you just kept adding endings to it. It just <laughs> sounds dumb to me. I oh, found God. that word to be dumb. Anyway. <laughs> Any final thoughts that we haven't already said? I'm struck. Oh, I got lots of thoughts that just didn't fit into the, the rubric. Like, um, go. She want to go there. Well, like, Chair, did you have any other awards or anything for, or any any other? No, I was not expecting that question. I was not prepared for an answer. Okay. <laughs> so let's see. Hmm. All right. You came at me talking about I was trying to slander. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so before we started recording, this nigga said that John Boyega is not an A-list star, and he adamantly defended his point. And I was like, "All right, nigga, pull up the star meter, and then pull up people who you think are A-list stars." And he had his feelings okay. hurt. <laughs> All right, just I have to catch I don't know up how the audience works with the with the star rating thing. I think top five thousand is a bit broad but i'm asking you again get in the comments send a tweet we got three listeners you, you <laughs> a whole lot. all three of them can comment okay all three of them could <laughs> uh, um so we're all in a bubble of people who watch movies religiously um and we like john boyega so I, we all like john boyega Fran. like okay <laughs> Okay. Right. So when I when I'm saying I don't, say so. I don't know if he's a list, I'm not talking about his talent. I think he's definitely an A list talent. I don't know that he has the name recognition. He was in Star movie. Wars. He was in the last three Star Wars movies, two of which are extremely divisive, and he doesn't actually get a whole arc through those movies. People aren't talking about him for those movies. It, you time. you just find you're grasping at straws, bro. People, but he was well, in it, and they know I, his real name. <laughs> they know his real name. I think more. John Boyega is white people, famous. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to work on Monday, and I'm gonna start polling people. John Boyega <laughs> is white famous. They know Finn. He is an A list character. Before Star Wars, nah, he was not. But. Like, they, he is A-list. And if they don't know his name, then they're a person who won't know people's name anyway, for real. But he is A-list. Okay. <laughs> Next Fine. question. I mean, you're not going to uh, win, Jamel. <laughs> I, I, I know you think, like, I know she's saying Step that I'm... takes I'm, no Boyega slander. Zero. Zero slander. No, no, no. I'll hold on. I, I got... A little bit of slander myself. Mm. He's not perfect. You know why? <laughs> That's hardly slander. <laughs> because he hates the Last Jedi, and that is my favorite Star Wars movie. Wow, that is 
hardly slander. Like, period? <laughs> huh? That's your favorite Star Wars movie, period. Yep. Full stop. Yep. It is my fifth favorite movie, period. Hmm. So, John Boyega in this movie is good, but out of the three leads, <sighs> he has to be the straight man, so he doesn't get to have fun. Yes. But aside he has, from... He has his little moments, you, though. You point out a couple of moments, but overall, I found the performance to be pretty one note. It's very grumbly, growly. Um, he's He doesn't really ever get to be like a person. This uh, nigga hate John Boyega. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, I I wish I wish his character had a little more complexity. Is all, mm. but that's not really what this movie is, and I get that. So he is a clone that they, but he doesn't know that created. All his memories were installed. I'm just saying. But anyway. <laughs> And he no, still managed to make me feel things. So I don't know what you're talking about, but you are welcome to your opinion. Oh, I was going to bring up um, my thing about the uh, the aesthetic of the place. Um, now, when you see old Fontaine, you realize this has been going on for a while. Yeah. And I think, I don't know if we really know. Well, we do see people outside of the town. And they look contemporary. Because my theory was that, like, this is, the Glen is almost a place that they've, allowed to be kind of frozen in time as much as they can. Obviously, they still get, you know, movies and TV shows from, you know, everywhere. But, like, it's not like just the pimps drive old Cadillacs and shit. Like, everybody's cars are old. Like, the whole aesthetic of it, like, is a throwback. There's some newer cars on the side, like, parked sometimes. It feels like an amalgamation of different eras. I, th- I think it's on purpose. I think I think it is on purpose, but I think it also kind of ties to the fact that, like, yeah, it's almost like a recreation of of, of of memories from, you know, this Fontaine or whoever. But also, okay, fuck that. Why would it ever make sense to replace the dead drug dealer with an identical fucking drug dealer in the same goddamn town, in the same goddamn house, in the same goddamn And life? nobody else would notice? Like, obviously people are going to notice. Like, Isaac immediately was like, hey, I killed you. Why are you back? Like, what? Can you explain, what? Can you explain to me So here- in, in, in the world where he just, like, he never finds out he's a clone, but they, they, they why, why replace him? What was the point? Kiefer Sutherland explains it. It's not that it doesn't, or that, that it doesn't make sense. Yeah, he, it's that it doesn't matter if they know because they're stuck there anyway. But that, no, and like, that's... and even then, like, like Isaac knew he was dead, but didn't really question. He was just like, why are you back? And I'm just going to kill you again. Like he didn't, it didn't really bug him that like, I killed this man and he came back. To like he even calls him Lazarus. And it, he, he was more focused on, I... Hey, you're here and I don't like you versus how did you come back to life? That doesn't make any sense. What's going on? And then, like look, in that moment, you could feel like it's more. Look, I guess we didn't finish the job. Like people get shot a bunch of times in some house. That could be it too, right? But okay, next time he does it, he puts two in his freaking dome piece, and he comes back again. Like, all right, what the fuck? Like it doesn't. Right. But, but but we all see it's like clockwork because that's mm-hmm. the, that was the whole plan. We fake his death. 
and then replace him. So anytime he dies, if he slips in the fucking bathtub, mm-hmm. they replace him. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, but no one knows about that, right? But like, it that why? I don't get, I don't get the why. Because again, you don't need this or any of these individuals. You need the archetype, right? But I mean, then you don't get the. Um, you going too deep? Clone in time. <laughs> um, the other thing, the other thing is simply that again, plot armor. You know, again, love Yo Yo. We all love Yo Yo. Yo Yo should have been dead. Uh, they all should have died when they caught them outside the club. And he says it later. He said, "I I should have killed you the first time." Heck, I should have killed you the second time. But yeah, you should have. I here's the she's, thing. She's one prostitute, one sex worker who literally will disappear and no one's gonna ask questions. And two clone dudes who you're gonna replace tomorrow anyway. There's no good reason. Well, he said that they're the clones are expensive. Oh, they're but, expensive. And he, but he also says that like he could kill you and it won't matter. But I think that's a layer in them not actually wanting to kill the black people it's i don't know if i have the words to articulate it but like it's, it's like they, they don't characters alive because we already care about these versions of them it, it's no you you just threw me off there's a layer of it like it's almost like he he fake cares about him like i don't want to kill you but but like it's it's also nefarious in a way like it's like you can almost argue that he cares about him but he doesn't he just wants to use them like they're they're all a part of these experiments and even when they take yo-yo they just start doing experiments on her like they're yeah. they're livestock almost like he could have you taken sorry go ahead no like they're livestock like you sure you can kill a cow that's causing you problems on your farm but you could also just like work with them because they're still producing milk like it's still nefarious he's still getting use out of them and like he said, like the clones are expensive, and he he also probably doesn't want to get his hands dirty. But he could just use Yo Yo for experiments because they need Bro, people. Does this really seem like an organization that's hurting for money? I think <laughs> you're going too deep and overthinking it and ruining the movie I'm for not, yourself. I'm not going too deep or overthinking it or ruining the movie for myself. But I'm just saying, sometimes they show their hand, and I'm like, why is she alive? There's, I mean, you could have written in a reason. Here go Jamel trying to be smarter than movie again. And they didn't. And it's just, well, obviously we don't want to kill her, so they don't. And that's I mean, fine. But they, they gave a reason. They started using her for experiments. Sure. Okay. But then after that. And then he says, I should have killed you because now you're worth more trouble than, than Oh, yeah, that's the part. When, yeah. when, when she steps out to, to give herself up, I'm like, bang, bang. Okay, we're done here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that's, you know, that's just general bad guy shit. That's just, oh, I'm glad you said that, because segue into uh, the other thing I was going to say. For you evil villains out there with your evil empires, a couple of things. You don't have, like, a weird scavenger hunt to point out how to get into your evil facilities where the Jesus uh, mural is pointing to exactly the place to find the key card swiper to get downstairs. (laughs) Just don't have that. Like, if you have to send someone there, just tell them where the thing is. Like, don't have clues. But even (laughs) if you do have clues to how to get to your nefarious underground lair, if at all possible, don't completely cover the faces of any of your goons. Because that's how they're able to infiltrate. They go in and beat three people up. All right, now you just 
or doing your I'm smarter than the movie smart, thing, now. and I'm pointing out all the flaws. It's not. I'm not smarter. Than we the movie. are two just, hours and fourteen minutes. It's in. just funny. So, like, because obviously everyone down here is white people, so three black people would obviously stand out. Like, <laughs> Especially black people outside of the cages. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So, um, so it's like, all right, yeah, the fucking face masks are completely just over the top because like they don't need them and then they're walking through the facility and like i'm looking for other people who are wearing the same uniform in these spaces and there are none and i'm just like oh yeah hey to be in my defense i just got done doing like opsec training and stuff so i'm just like i'd question that person hey let me see your id card real quick (laughs) where's your two-factor authentication <laughs> Which, by the but, way, they didn't have. But anyway, <laughs> but despite what you're not going to pull me down if, with you. Despite what Tiff would have you believe, little things like that don't ruin the movie for me. I just think it's fun to point them out. Hmm. Okay. The hell's that? Are you okay? Do y'all hear music? Man, you got the ghost now. No. Yo, don't fuck with me, man. I'm here by myself. Okay. Well, while you figure that out, Cherry. <laughs> What? What's the question? Uh, any <laughs> final thoughts? You can't just say my name. You talked for that long that she forgot the question. The, uh, any final <laughs> thoughts? Anything? Oh, about the movie? I mean, no. It was a movie. All right. <laughs> it's not my type of movie. So, like, I'm not... There's only going to be so much for me to say. Hey, man, I just saw your blinds move. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> no, there's uh, the AC's on. <laughs> also, fuck you. <laughs> everything i would say i've already said so i think everything i wanted to say i already said too uh i genuinely enjoyed the movie it's right up my alley i love uh silly stuff like this the the only thing is whatever for whatever reason that fucking they they darkened the shit out of the movie and it irks me to know when it's i don't want to say they ruined the movie because then that makes me feel like that takes away from all the good that's in it that i enjoyed but it really irked the shit out of me because there's so many scenes where like i could not see anything like sometimes they were just silhouettes and all three the main characters are i don't say i mean i guess they're dark skin sometimes they're brown skin and dependent on the movie but maybe but in this movie they're fucking dark skin (laughs) because the lighting is so bad but it I, didn't I have really to be noticed. because it's one thing if it was just me, but she it was she couldn't see it either. Like it was super dark for her too. Yeah, I, maybe, maybe I don't know. Dying. No, what I'm saying we watch it on two different TVs. I watched it in my room, wow. she watched it in hers. So like that's not what I'm saying is like I know it's not like a TV thing. It's just so dark. Like I don't know. Maybe maybe you just got your TV on sports mode or something. I don't know. It's so I mean it's dark. it's. It's like on my phone. So when I was trying to find out if Chester's name was Chester or not, right? <laughs> on my phone, it didn't look that bad. But I like also shouldn't be expected to watch this movie on my phone. <laughs> on an like, OLED display? Yeah, so I don't know. All right. Well, now, since you say that you it's fine and it's fine on your phone, maybe it's just our TVs. And we just happen to both have some dark ass TVs or something. That's wild though. My TV yeah, is I don't... like not my, my TV is two months old. <laughs> like it's not even like it... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, that aside, it was I, I enjoyed it. I thought the acting was pretty great. I thought the writing was well done. Uh 
long, but I couldn't tell you what to take out, so I'm going to leave that alone. And the three people we follow was just really fun for me and their little banter and relationship. So, ratings. I mean, I'm going to rate it the same way I rate everything. So, uh, this got a 6.57, which comes out to three and a half stars. All right. Jamel? Out of five, so. Um, I'm going to keep it with the five because that's what Letterboxd has. Um, they also have halves, though. So yeah, that means it's 10. So you could do a 10. <laughs> anyway, I'm just. I'm hovering around like a. I can't decide. I might have like a 3.25. All right, so decent to good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. It's a decent movie. Uh, for me, a three and a half is usually like. There's something about it that gives it a little extra, you know. Yeah, you know, that's. Even if it's kind of bad, I still like it. Yeah, fuck it. I'll give it three and a half. <laughs> All right. I'm giving it an eight out of ten. I thought it was great. And it's on Netflix, so I ain't never going to see this DVD. But if they ever do release a DVD, I'm going to try and get it. Uh, and that's the show, folks. Thank you for joining us. And last thing, plugs. If anybody would like to plug anything. Oh, shit. I totally forgot to mention that this would be a great triple feature with Undercover Brother and Black Dynamite as Jamel pulls out his Blu-rays and shows us. So I did forget to mention something. I've never seen Undercover Brother. That was That's not a challenge. I'm just saying I've never. Seen I it. own it. We can okay. wa- we can fix that tomorrow. We could. But That's not a challenge. It wasn't a challenge. That was my first movie <laughs> that I saw in a movie theater by myself. It wasn't a setup. <laughs> She knew what I was going to say. That's why she hurried up and said, no, no, I, like, that's... It's not anyway. a challenge. I was just saying. <laughs> so, plugs. Jamel, you go first. Mellow87 on uh, Letterboxd, uh, at Semper underscore Mellow on uh, Twitter. And uh, see y'all next time. <laughs> Cherry. Wow. I have a Letterboxd handle. Do I know what it is? Nope. But I have a podcast, Keeping It Creepy with Cherry and Cat. Um, <laughs> on Instagram, TikTok, Spotify, Apple Music. YouTube and support us on Patreon. It's like three dollars or four. I should look that up. Anyway, <laughs> we only talk about horror and thrillers, though. So if you're into that, come find us. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> only, only because it's y'all. <laughs> well, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> we think we're pretty entertaining. So your letterbox handle is Cherry Seven. Oh, you know what? I could have guessed that because that's literally my handle in most places, but. I didn't want to be wrong. So there you go. <laughs> Spelled out, I'm sure, right? S-E-V-E-N. Yeah. Yeah. One word. All right. I should I should upload. I should update it more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you should. I should. Uh, not even I'm not even joking. I should. I should do that. My letterbox is uh Tiffzilla and feel free to follow me. You can also follow the podcast at SGBK Podcast on Twitter. You can follow me at Tifron on Hive and Blue Sky. Cool. He rich, rich. Rich, rich. <laughs> it's a joke. Oh, I'm trying. <laughs> and that's it. All right. It's 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> We're sleepy if you can't tell. You guys have a good night. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Have a beautiful time.